You're listening to the Young Talk Podcast by First Church Young Adults. What is up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Young Talk. And today I'm here with Brandon. Sharan, and we have our guest speaker here, Drew. Howdy. Drew, tell us about yourself. So I'm uh, 25 years old. Uh, I run my own coin business out of Houston. Uh, we do a lot with the church. We try to help out with editing. Um, I don't know. It's not much about me other than just love being here. Cool. Awesome. He's awesome. He is. So in this episode, I kind of want to, first of all, I want to give it a title because I have a very specific topic I want to talk about. And my title is You Can't Outgive God. So I'm going to start off telling y'all a story. I haven't told any of y'all yet, but a couple episodes back, I talked about how I wanted to order this camera, right? Well, I finally got my camera and I'm so excited, but there's a story that goes with it. So I ordered my camera like four and a half weeks ago, okay? Mm-hmm. So I ordered this camera. Sony was like, yo, it'll be at your house in three days. Okay, so I'm like, okay, cool. I go out of town. Two days later, I check where my, how my order's doing, right? And it's like still a process. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. So I call them and they're like, yo, um, that's so weird. We'll call you back on Wednesday because Tuesday, July 4th, right? So we call them back Tuesday, okay? Or, or Wednesday. I'm like, okay, cool. They never call me. So I call them Wednesday night. I'm like, yo, y'all said you're ready to call me today, but you didn't. They're like, oh yeah, sorry about that. We're gonna, we're gonna put this on a priority listing. We'll call you Friday. All day Friday, no call. So I wait Thursday, Friday, bam, Saturday hits. I'm like, all right, what's going on? I call him Saturday. I'm like, yo, this is a third phone call that I've gotten to. And I'm getting a little frustrated because I, you know, this is a pretty decent purchase, right? And I still haven't got my camera. So I'm getting really, really frustrated at this point. It's been two weeks since I ordered my camera, right? Oh my gosh. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was two weeks. And it was supposed to be at my house three days after my purchase. So I call him Saturday and they're like, all right, we're going to have someone call you Sunday. So sure enough, Sunday, I'm doing, I'm in service, and bam, Sony calls me. I'm like, oh my gosh, of course they call me during church. So I run out, answer the phone. They're like, listen, we're going to get it figured out. They call me Monday morning. They said, sorry, we can't do anything about your purchase. We're going to cancel it. I'm like, what? Oh, wow. Okay. I don't understand what's going on. They're like, oh, we actually have no idea what's going on. Because it says, like, your, tra- your card's been charged. Everything is fine on your end. We have no idea what's going on. So like, I'm so frustrated because I have a trip coming up. I want my camera, yada, 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 yada. So I sit back and I'm frustrated. And so they're like, okay, just repurchase the camera on Tuesday. So I'm like, okay, cool. I repurchased the camera and everything, you know, is working out, right? And I'm like, holy cow. I sit back and on Wednesday, I'm sitting there looking at all the charges for my camera. And I'm like, isn't that funny? Long story short, a couple days before I had just in church we were giving up offering and i was like you know what i'm just gonna give this amount this is what i feel in my heart long story short whenever i went to repurchase my camera the exact amount that i gave in my offering and tithing was the exact amount that i got discounted from my camera it just happened to be the whole camera went on discount so i'm like holy cow the exact amount that i gave which was a random number by the way i got back right i was like and then i sat there and i thought and I was like, holy cow, every single time that I've ever given sacrificially, I've got it back. Right. And I started to learn over the past three years of my life that I've started like, giving sacrificially, I, can, I went back and I recorded every time that I got my money back. Mm-hmm. And so I mm-hmm. bring this up to talk about offering tithings, why the church does it. Because I found myself in school, people often talk about, 
oh, religious organizations, it's just a scam. It's just a business. And so I kind of want to talk about the biblical side of why we give. So why do religious organizations, so we can explain to our audience and just for us to understand in general, why do churches ask for money in tithing offering? Hey, we are taking a break from this podcast episode to thank you so much for tuning in. If you're enjoying this content and if this is something that you would like to support, you can now give via the link in our description. Your contribution is so significant to us and it helps us to continue to produce this content every single week. Our hope is to share this message of love, truth, and hope with as many young people as we possibly can. And you, with as little as $3 a month, can help us make that a reality. You can now be investing in our ministry. So, if you'd like to partner with us, hit the link in our description, and we will make sure to give you a shout-out in a future episode. All right, so let's get back to the content. Money, tithing, offering, everything. They want it all. They want it. No, excuse me. <laughs> Um, well, because we know that, uh, you know, money is, is a very, very like, uh, intense thing to give up, you know, from the person that is struggling to the person that is, has the, the funds to do it. It's something that it, it requires stewardship. Like you, you've been, God has given you the ability to, to use your, your, uh, how do you say it? Your, um, your hands or whatever to work, to, to be able to you know, sustain your life through working. And so with that money that you accumulate, that that compensation that you receive, that is what he requires. Of, and it hurts. It, it hurts. And, and that's what he entrusts with us to be good stewards of. So he was like, if you if, if I give this to you, can you trust me to get to to give it back? And and it's not it's t- like 10 percent or it, it's it's part. It's not everything. It's giving that part, that portion back to him and trusting him that he would do greater with that 10 than what we could ever do with 90. Um, and then, but it's not, it's not to receive anything uh, like back from God. It's simply just to, to say, hey God, you know, this is not even mine anyways. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I don't have the ability to, to, to necessarily, to, I don't even know if I'm going to be awake the next morning. Like I, my life is completely yours. So I'm, I'm going to trust you with one of the most important resources of my life. Mm-hmm. And I want and and if you if you decide to do what I would love for you to do, which you know, multiply that and you put in math <laughs> back. Or what if it's just simply saying, you know what, I mean I can be able to fund a mission um a missions trip or that money somehow went to um a funding a, a church plant or whatever it may be, he's able to to use your your what your your givings for for different reasons different the church uses that for their their uh what, our, the ac on ac on, on the ac on the yeah. podcast funds all these things that you see so it it just depends on where that you know you know well you guys mentioned 10 percent. okay so some people don't even know what tithings is and right. they don't even know what offering is right what is tithings biblically and what is it in general Trent, you want to answer that one Sure. Well, um, it, it's in the Bible. I believe it's in uh, Leviticus. And we can actually pull out the verse. 
Yeah, Leviticus 27. It says a tenth of the produce of the land, whether grain or fruit, is the Lord's and is holy. Um, and then even Proverbs says, honor the Lord with your wealth and with your first fruits of all your crops. And this is so funny because actually the other day, my husband said something about we need to give our first fruits. And I had never read that verse before. And I was like, why would we give fruit? That doesn't make any sense to me. And he's like, oh my gosh. And so he showed me the verse and I was like, I feel dumb now. But um, but yeah, just a tenth of what your earnings is. I actually, we, my husband and I, we were talking to a friend of ours seeking counsel and he told us, you know, I know you guys are giving your your 10%, he said, but give 30% in your offerings and see what God will do. Mm. It was kind of a challenge and it like was a little scary because yeah. 30%, it's like, we're already giving our 10% and that already seems, you know, like a lot, but um, try it, see what God will do. But um, I have noticed in our life, anytime that we've given to a, a church campaign or just given sacrificially, just we felt the need to like, it's always been... It always seems that when there is a call for action to give at our church, it's during a period of time where we're praying about a situation or like in between a transition and we're needing guidance or we're needing answers. And it's it's just really weird how that happens and we'll give and it's like, oh, it hurts, but we know that we need to do this. And literally almost next day or two days later, a week later, we get that answer. And it's like, man, we need to give more often. <laughs> Why don't we do that? Yeah, yeah. And it's also one of those things where it's like, it's not always monetary. Like you said, it can be an answer to a question or, you know, whatever it may be. So mm -hmm. always keep in mind, it's not always monetary. And another thing we, okay. One thing that I think that people get kind of confused about, God doesn't need your money. That's not what it is. It's, it's a principle. It's right. where God sees your heart. Right. It's like God, it's a sacrifice. At the end of the day, it's a sacrifice because God is God and he's limitless and all these things. He doesn't need your money. He wants your heart. And if your heart is in it, God will bless you. Mm. And sometimes, you know, like I said, let's say you give $100. That doesn't mean you're always going to get your $100 back. It's going to be blessings in a different sort of way. And sometimes God just wants to test you. Like, hey, are you going to be faithful to me? Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm going to make you lose your job. Are you, are you still going to be faithful to me? Sometimes it's in tests more than just like, oh, I'm just giving money to a church because I need to keep their lights on. Well, the way I would see it is that when I was not giving to the church, when I was not in church as much, my hand was always clenched on what I had, right? Mm -hmm. And so as I become more faithful and in the church, my hand starts to let go, right? It's the same way with sowing seeds. You go get seeds out of the bag and you sow them. It's the same way with how, you know, over time when I've been able to give more and more and more, my hand has been opened up more and more and more. What does that mean? Well, to me, that means I'm not letting go just of what I get monetarily because all of it's his anyway. I'm letting go of all the struggles. I'm letting go. I'm getting peace from what God's giving me. Mm -hmm. And so I guess if you're someone out there that doesn't know if they should give, you know, I think that taking that first step is the best because over time you're going to see that God is going to be there for you and um, God's going to provide for you. And sometimes, like Paris said, it's not exactly what you expect, but we are always expected of what God's going to do. Yeah, 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 for sure. And um, okay, so in church, growing up in church, going to church, you hear tithing and offering. So what's the difference between the two? Does anyone have like an example or how they could explain the difference? Well, you know, you were, basically what we were saying before, you know, tithing kind of has that, that, that expected. Like that. 10%. Yeah. Well, offering is is um, kind of what Sharan was saying. Like, hey, if you give this extra, you know, anything whenever. Anything but beyond. Like, anything but beyond. Um, I, I know that my, my dad, oh, 
what my aunt, uh, my dad too, but my aunt, believe it or not, she was the one, whenever I tell her about it, uh, I remember I got my, my actual first job at, out of college. She was like, oh, that's awesome. But pay your ties in your offering. <laughs> and it would be a separate text by itself. And uh, and that's one thing that I can say that, you know, God has always, I believe, kept his hands on me financially when I've had rough seasons and stuff. And I'm just like, what is happening? But I'm still able to give the offering, not just the tithe, but give the offering that that extra, extra, that extra mile in giving and letting God know, like, again, like this is this has nothing to do with me. I'm giving this because I entrust I trust you with with my whole life. I trust you with my finances. And I want to see what you will do in my life greater, um, greater things. So that that offering is just extra giving God extra even more than I remember feeling guilty as a kid, like if I got a gift card for Christmas, I'm like, how am I supposed to give 10% off a gift card? Where's the 10%? How am I going to give it to God off a gift card? <laughs> oh, that's funny. I, I, that's funny. I was actually talking to my dad about that recently. I'm like, so do I start giving when I can, when I'm start a, when, oh, sorry, do I start giving my tithing offering when I start giving my taxes and paying taxes? And that brings up another point I was going to talk about, but I'm going to go off of what we were talking about offering. Um, I know in our church, I know most churches do this, but every Sunday they have what they called ushers where they go up to the front and they have little buckets that they pass around in their church. And it's just like, you know, throwing your loose change or your dollar bills. But I think that is so important because I know for me as a kid, it taught me, oh, when I come to church, I, you know, I get, and even as a, like, I would be in Sunday school, man, I'd be like, hey, before you go to Sunday school, make sure you put this in the offering bucket. Yeah. And so I think yeah. it's a learning thing yeah. too yeah. for families. I think it's really important. Um, because with your tithing, I know nowadays it's so digital, you can just get yes. it off your phone. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a really big importance in offering, offering buckets and stuff like that. Yeah. We always have um, in our kids ministry here at First Church, we have, you know, we'll have a time where we'll have one of the kids. They're going to be our usher for the day and they take up the offering and then they'll bring it, you know, to the our, our big ushers so they can take the money to Jesus. And then one, of the, one of the kids, it's, it's cool because they'll bring in money from like, oh, I had a lemonade stand. So here's, you know, my tied for my lemonade stand i'm like that's the cutest thing i've ever heard but one little kid was like um where does the money go and i was like you know it goes to to pastor Gurley, and pastor Gurley, you know will separate it and it helps you know keep the lights on at church and he gives it to missions and it's all the stuff that you see around here it's amazing and he was like, but how does he give it to Jesus? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's like, that's too deep. <laughs> Can't beat in some smart kids. I know. Yeah, smart kids. I mean. How does he hand it to Jesus? <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, great question. <laughs> but that's good, though, because it's it's making them think. think yeah. So I, I've always thought it was really smart to do. Well, if I was to answer that kid's question, like when we give where we believe in what Jesus did for us, so we're furthering the message of what Christ left us to further, right? So it's like, um, you know, what, what, you can't give it to God, but you can give other people's message of what God did for them. And so that ultimately will never end, you know? And so that's something that probably is the best answer for that kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I love that. I wish I would have thought of that. It's tough <laughs> on, the, on the fly, I'm telling you. No, you can't. And it rocky with God, I, I believe that. I mean, just two fish and five votes. I mean, you know, that... That kid bringing that, you know, to Jesus to then being able to be multiplied to feed 5,000. And not only that, you know, uh, a little bit later, he fed another 4,000. So it's like, mm-hmm. how much, like, how, God God is not limited. Like, right. two fish and five, like, 
that always, as a kid, learning about giving blew my mind. Because in my mind, I'm, I'm at home with some bread and fish. And I'm like, <laughs> so how do you do that? This <laughs> and I, like this, this innocent thinking. So, but I mean, yeah, I can't, can't give guy. You cannot give Okay. No. Um, so, okay, I kind of want to get a little, like, uh, specific with it. So, biblically, some pastors, you know, go back and forth between this. But do you think that it can be your opinion or it can be what you do? You can answer this however you want. Do you think that you're supposed to give 10% of your gross income or 10% of your net income? Because if someone who's watching is like, okay, I'll let me get 10%, but they're like, they're, they don't know where to start. So, I would say, I mean... For me to answer that, I would say it's at your pastor's discretion. Because I know some churches do it your gross income. And I know some churches do your net income. Um, but on top of that, I, I, um, this came to my head in Luke 10, 20 and 25. And this is when Jesus is talking to the Pharisees in the temple of Jerusalem. And they say, and they're asking God, like, who do we give our money to? Are we supposed to like, God, we already give our money to Caesar. We already give our money to the government. Who are we supposed to give it to? You or them? And Jesus answers them and says, Then render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. So, in that, I think it's super important. Of course, God is, and Jesus is saying that, give of your taxes to your government. That's, that's biblical. Give to your, give to your government, but also give to God what's God's. So, that's, going off of that, how, where do y'all think you stand with that? As far as your gross income, your net income, what do you think? I personally do my gross. It, I think I would agree with what you say. If it's something that you're like conflicted about, talk to your pastor, talk to someone. Um, and honestly too, like the 10% of what I earn is not a even number. So I have to round up because I got that thing on auto pay. I don't go to, yeah. you know, it's just, it's done. Um, I don't miss my tithes. But, um, yeah, I, th- I think that's a great point to bring up. I, I agree with Rose because I'm thinking the highest. Like, if I'm going to give, might as well be with the, my best. And I'm going to get Rose and Ed, whatever. Yeah. But, like, Rose, for sure. I, that's, I, I agree. Okay. Drew, mm-hmm. sure, you have anything to add on that? I wish Casey was here because he does all the all the taxes <laughs> and he does the tithes <laughs> and everything else. So, I, yeah, it kind of just depends on uh, you if you're, like, an employee to if you have a business. Because mm. I know that we spend a lot of money on uh, – you know, we have to take people out to dinner, and then we have to do flights and everything else. But it it kind of all depends on uh, what you agree with, like she was saying with your pastor. But also, you know, ask your family what um, you know. Kind of walk through it because everything's very different with people. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's I what I would recommend. That's true. That's all. That's all really good points. Um, okay, so I kind of want to ask you individually: How has God blessed you guys through your giving? I know Sheree talked a little mm-hmm. bit about how she sometimes gets answers, but do y'all have anything specific—a story or? I mean, I know it talks about my camera. That's one example. Mm-hmm. Uh, but how has God blessed your uncle's giving? I'll, I have one example. Um, one of the campaigns we had at our church, it was a giving campaign. And during that week, it was just a horrible week. If you've ever done house shopping, it's awful. Your emotion, it's just um, an emotion, a roller coaster, and just, oh, it's awful. And so um, we had decided to rent at the time. It was a horrible time to buy a house. So. We decided to find a rental house, and we found one that we loved. And at the time, the prices were ridiculous. We found one, decent price, and we heard out there was um, 100 applicants. We're like, okay, we're going to write a letter. We're going to tell the— um, This is real now, right? This is real. We're like, we're going to tell her who we are and, like, just tell her our story. Maybe she'll, like, you know, 
sob story, whatever. And so um, we had got a call from our realtor. Hey, she really likes you guys. It's between you and um, another older lady. Um, but she's going to make a decision tonight. And so I was like, great, we got it. Like, it's down to two people from 100. She loved our letter. She loves us. She wants us. <laughs> So then I get a call the next day. Oh, they ran your credit score. She has a slightly higher credit score. They want her just because that was what they were basing it off of. And I'm like, we're 23 years old. Like, of course she's gonna have a better credit score than us. So I was just a mess. Cause I, I mean, you, if you've He's ever, excited. you get excited. I already right. knew where I was gonna put my Christmas tree in this house. <laughs> so then we had a prayer service um, that Wednesday that I found out and it was, it was just awful. I was just sobbing because I was very attached to that house. And then um, we gave our money that, that night because that was the night to give our offering. That next day, I kid you not, the um, realtor called me and said, hey, this is really random, but she changed her mind and she wants you guys. I don't know why. She didn't tell me why, but that's that. And we were like, what in the world? What in the world? Like, it made no sense. And like, it really wouldn't have made a difference to the the owner of the home. You know, we were both great. We were going to be great tenants. So it was just, it really was a true God thing. Like he, he heard our prayers and I think he really blessed us from our giving. Yeah. But awesome. that was one example I could think of. Man, uh, it's been, it's interesting. Um, you know, I think God has blessed us in so many ways. Um, Kind of the way it, that we approach giving is very different, um, especially um, how most people view giving. So it's like uh, we would purposely try to find ways to give to people that we believed in or organizations that we believed in, like First Church. And so, uh, you know, last year we gave um, as much as we could, you know, as much as we could. And, uh, you know, so I think Pastor Ken Gurley spoke on giving and me and Casey make every decision, which is my brother. And we're like, we both sat down together and Casey's like, I think we got to give to First Church. Like, there's just no question about it. And then we both came to the same exact number. And it was a number that we couldn't even write a check for. Sometimes it, it doesn't make any sense, but God lays it on your heart. Mm -hmm. And ever since then, I mean, there's just been an uncountable amount of blessings and how fast God has taken care of us and, and things we didn't even know were going to come and hit us, you know? Right. And so... Uh, man, there's nothing that I could really use it as a particular example, but ultimately our trust in God has grown from the process. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, yes. that's so amazing. Uh, we could stop right there. All the call. We go to so Brandon, man. Ready, <laughs> I, I would say um, I've I've had moments um, of seasons where I was trying to really, really push myself to give, and um, I would say I've had some weird random occasion where people just walk up to me just like just hand mm -hmm. just handy handing me money and i'm like I, did, did i do like no did i do something or like was there this is suspicious is this how the strings attached no, you played bass no. really good on sunday <laughs> you, here's your, right yeah here's your tip <laughs> no but i i mean numerous of occasions and it's just like and i'm like man god like you really like see the need like yeah there's like I would never want to go and ask somebody for help or anything, which is a fault, a flaw, whatever, you know, you want to be real when you're, um, when you want to be yourself, but like people, yeah, it was really weird. I, I kind of wanted to give a certain amount and, um, I kind of challenged myself and, um, I was doing it. And then I, that Sunday, I think it was that Sunday. I, I can't remember. It was last year, uh, in last year, spring, uh, March, 
Mm-hmm. It was Mark Trable. And people were just like, I'm like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I was blessed by it, but I was more so humbled because I was like, man, like, God, if you see, like, you see every need. And I I'm, I feel bad because I'm all really disappointed because disappointed myself because I, I should know better that God, you know, works in mysterious ways. Like he is, you know, expect the unexpected with God. And so I'm like, you know, I felt bad because I'm like, man, God, forgive me. I know you work and I'm leaving it to you, but thank you. And I'm grateful. I have a heart of gratitude and I appreciate it. It always brings me to humility. Okay, so I kind of want to go off of what you said a minute ago, how you and your brother, that one time you sat down, y'all both had a number. Um, Y'all can fact check me on this. I don't remember it fully, but I was actually just talking to my mom about this the other day, obviously about the whole camera thing. She was like, yeah, well, um, every time you, my parents, they, we have a giving service or, you know, whatever tithing offering. um, They say that, or Josh Herring said, the first number that you think of in your mind is God. The second number is yourself and like the third number is like the enemy or something like that. It's something like that, but I know the first two. And so I think that that's really important is like whenever you're be, be sensitive to what the spirit is telling you, like when you have a number like that pop in your head, like don't hesitate because God will give you specific numbers the same way he did two weeks ago with me. So, um, and no, literally, like he. Oh, sorry. Did I, did I hear yeah. that correctly? And Drew said he, he. They didn't even have the money to give, but they did it anyways. Yeah. And that, look at them now. But yeah, um, I kind of just want to end this off on a scripture that our pastor always talks about, and that's Luke uh, six and thirty-eight. Um, give and it shall be given unto you. Pressed down, shaken together, and running over. So never underestimate what you can give. If you literally have ten dollars in your bank account, you give that one dollar because God will give it back to you. Pressed down, shaken together, and running over. And again, it doesn't always have to be monetary. So anyways, thank you guys for joining me on this episode. Thank you, Drew, for joining us. Woohoo! Hopefully we can have you back soon. And yeah, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and come back for our next episode. Thank you for listening to the Young Talk podcast, where we talk about Christ and culture. We upload a new episode every Friday. So see you next week.